They're prominent, they're successful, and some are more than a little controversial. They're real South Africans on face-to-face with success. Brought to you by real people with real solutions. Nashua, saving you time, saving you money, putting you first. It's rare that an episode of Face to Face with Success begins on such a genteel note. But the man we're talking to this time is behind one of the classiest, most high-end tourist brands that South Africa has ever birthed. His name is Rowan Foss, and he started Rovos Rail, the luxury train company that's taken its place among legends in the business. I meet him in Cape Town in the sumptuous lounge where guests on the train gather before they begin their journey. There's a duo playing classics, punctuated by the clinking of champagne glasses and chit-chat in several different languages. Rowan had no background in tourism when he started Rovos Rail back in 1989. Well, let's see, I was about 38, I think. I uh, had a staff member who was interested in starting a steam preservation society, so... I got involved with that, and uh, we bought some carriages for the society. Then I thought, well, it might be fun to buy some carriages for myself and uh, turn them into a family caravan. So I proceeded to do that and uh, built the first four carriages, in fact, um, with that in, in mind. Then I asked the railways, please, can I also use my own locomotive because I'd heard that steam locomotives um, might be able to take us around the country and I thought well here's an opportunity to really investigate the country it had never been done they came back to me and said look you know we'll give you permission to do that but it's going to cost you now x y and z and uh, complaining about the price they said "Um, well why don't you just sell tickets to help pay for the costs So the four coaches then became seven. We launched in 1989 with the one locomotive and seven carriages. And in fact, within three months or so, we early 90, uh, we came down to Cape Town. That was our first solo trip to introduce the train to Cape Town and the tourism sector here. 30 years later, and Rovos Rail is a well-known brand in luxury travel with thousands of people making the trek to the southern tip of Africa from across the globe to experience the romance of high-end train travel through some of the most beautiful places in Africa. But Rowan and Rovos's journey was by no means a smooth one. The business that started as a bit of a hobby almost became his undoing. We nearly went bankrupt at the end of '93. in fact. We've been running five years. This is a, a very expensive business, very much like an airline. You need to run a schedule. I knew I had to keep running, whether we had two passengers or or 30. That was what chewed up a huge amount of money, was actually running uneconomic journeys. But, you know, in hindsight, if I hadn't been doing that, we wouldn't have created the business. So it had to happen, and I had to get close to bankruptcy, and I mean very close. Uh, I could smell it. And um, we managed, though, to trade ourselves out of it um, early 94, 95 and uh, come out without uh, too many scars because you know, 93 when I got summons by the bank and so on that was an occasion when it would have been very easy to have panicked. Instead of saying, no, hang on a second, there's got to be a way around it there's got to be a way through it and I'm not allowing this thing to get me down or depressed and I uh, did find a way. Now if I'd been in, in sort of miserable mode you're not going to find a way. You 
you're not going to see that chink of light. It was very stressful, and, and make no mistake, that very stressful period, which was possibly three, four years, is still living with me. You know, the physical scars are there, whether I like it or not, and the adrenal function and things like that. That is, is very, very close to the surface at all times. Rowan cites mental toughness and a not inconsiderable dose of stubbornness as two big reasons for his success. Physical strength and the mental strength and then the survival instinct which goes hand in hand with the mental strength. Perseverance, you have to work hard if you want to keep at it all the time. You can't relax. So you've got to be a worker bee. You know, some of us are worker bees and there are others that are not worker bees. You can't blame them for not being a worker bee. It's, it's in the genes, it's whatever. And they will find another way of, of getting success or having success, creating success without being a worker bee. But for me, you know, that's the way it is. I was always a, a busy person, my hands and my feet and my, my head, uh, and my curiosity, put it that way. So it wasn't difficult for me. It isn't still at the age of 70 now. It's not difficult for me to work hard. And work hard he does. Rowan's obsessed with the details. He really sweats the small stuff, down to reading every single comment that passengers make on their feedback forms. I have a piece of paper and my pencil all the time with me. And I mean all the time, because I probably jot down 20 things a day. It's not that I'm, I'm trying to be more efficient than anybody else. It's just that I don't think anybody can remember. So if you don't write the bloody thing down, you're going to forget it. That piece of paper and that jotting down, I think, has been more a reason of our success than any other single item that I can think of from a input point of view. Because I will pick up on the slightest thing. If you don't like the tea or the coffee, I write it down. And then we'll see if we can change that thing or, or, or improve it. And I don't just write it down and scratch it out. I, re- I rewrite that note little notepad of mine every day you know as you walk around and if you've got your product foremost in your mind you will see things all the time little things like fire extinguishers or a type of wood or leather or an antimacassar you know which has got a different design or something like that and that all helps for us to maintain the level because it's very easy to build a product But to maintain the level that you set yourself in the first instance is very difficult, and it's continuous. You can't rest on your laurels for a moment. I wonder whether in amongst all of this improving and changing, there's been a moment where Rowan sat back and gone, yeah, nailed it. No. No, that doesn't happen. In fact, the day that does it happen, I think you can bury me, because this thing is dynamic. And it's probably why I enjoy the business so much. Now that we're financially sound and away from the wall, it's ten times easier for me to enjoy it now than it was when we were under financial stress. But I can now continuously look for improvement and I read about what are the other people in the world are doing. Now there are too many products out there who, you know, are here and you would think, oh, they've been around for 30, 40, 50 years. You know, they're a household name. And then slowly they fade off the horizon and you never hear of them again, you know, unless you're interested in history. I don't want that happening to us. You've been listening to Face to Face with Success, produced for Prime Media Broadcasting by Amagi Media. 
They're prominent. They're successful. And some are more than a little controversial. They're real South Africans on face-to-face with success. Brought to you by real people with real solutions. Nashua. Saving you time, saving you money, putting you first. Find more real success stories at thesolutionslab.co.za.